0: how do you do? This is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the Unpolished Podcast. Come to you from... Where are we coming from? We're coming from Lakewood, Washington. And now, here's the host with the most... B.S. Yeah. Welcome, folks. I, I just thought I'd try something different pardon me while I, uh, I don't know, man, I, I think I'm cracking up, uh, but yeah, so here it is, the 19th, truth be told, it's, uh, what, 11 o'clock, so it's almost the 20th, what are you gonna do, you know, it kind of got away from me, but, um, it's only, what, two more days, oh, yeah, about two more days till, uh, the summer solstice, and this year, something, uh, something spectacular is happening, okay? A rare type of solar eclipse will coincide with the longest day of the year this week, marking only the second time since 1982 that these astronomical events take place on the same day. The annular solar eclipse will see the sun, moon, and Earth align on Sunday, the 21st of June, creating a spectacular uh, effect for uh, for sky gazers to uh, witness across large parts large parts of the world. Okay, the the moon is at its furthest furthest stage of its orbit around the Earth known as apogee I I don't know if I got that right or not but um, meaning it appears slightly smaller uh, in the sky this uh, means that it's not able to completely block out the sun thus creating what astronomers refer to as the ring of fire
1: I fell into a ring of fire I fell Fire. sing it Johnny. I went down 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 and the flames went higher and it
0: burns 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 the ring of fire oh, yeah. the
1: ring of fire
0: oh yes i personally had my own ring of fire uh, after eating nachos but that's a whole different story <laughs> don't order too many jalapenos folks ok so yes um, that is the uh, the deal coming up um, that is coming up on the 21st Monday night or Monday night <laughs> uh, Monday during the day it wouldn't be during the night <laughs> oh good lord um, so yeah uh, no, <laughs> I stand corrected by myself. It is Sunday during the day, not Monday. Okay, so now that we have that squared away, uh, where do we go from here? Okay, so to comment on something that happened last week, okay? Richard Brooks, okay? Uh, <clears throat> another police shooting. Uh, you know, it's never good, never good. Um, but you know, looking at the video, um, taking race off the damn table, it doesn't, it doesn't always need to be there. Yes, he was black and the cop was white, but man, you know, it, it's just, it's one of these things that it's gonna go. I don't think they're going to get a first degree out of it. Uh, murder charge. Um, after looking the video, I, I think probably maybe third degree or manslaughter. Only because it's like uh, Richard had, um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the taser, okay? If he hadn't pointed that taser and got three in the back, that would have been cold-blooded. But he had the taser, man. And that's the only thing I don't think they would have shot him otherwise. I really don't. Um, but it, it's sad all the way around. Oh, man. It is so, I f- think, sad. Uh, you know, Richard was doing so well, man. He was talking to the cops, and, you know, they were, you know, kind of shooting shit and everything. And, and, uh, I'm telling you what, there's something to be had about, um, the point of, you know, you you can be talking to the cops or whatever, and the point of put your hand behind your back, I mean, dude, that is a huge, there's a lot of anxiety there, because all of a sudden you're losing your freedom, and I don't care what color you are, uh... Someone telling you, put your hand behind your back. Especially if you have an anxiety um, condition, such as I. Uh, You know, I I don't know many people that take to that very kindly. Especially if you have severe anxiety. I can't even imagine. Um, But so, that needs to be answered. There's a lot of... um, a lot of psychology at that moment that's going to play out. The anxiety and the fear. Uh, I mean, fear is a big thing. And I, I don't know, I think it's time for... Um, I think it's time for the cops to go back to school. Uh, I mean, we're talking taking advanced courses in sociology and psychology whatever you have to do to get that, that workforce straight uh, and need to start weeding out the bad apples, man. Um, this can't happen again. It just cannot. And I, I don't know if that cop that shot Richard uh, was a dirty cop. Who's to say? I mean, I, I don't have his record, obviously. But... Um, Who knows? Who knows? Um, But anyway, with that all that being said, one last thing. And that is... And I don't know who did this either. I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) For For the person who burned down the Wendy's. Really? Don't you know that you get rid of the Wendy's and now... You gotta go a few blocks now. To go get hot and juicy. You know. Uh whatever. <laughs> um. Anyways. I just wanted to point out. It doesn't make an ounce of. Effing sense. To burn down a building. Just to burn it down. It Completely asinine. Stupid. Behavior. Yeah I'm. I, I know you're pissed, but it's, it's Wendy's, you know. <laughs> Burn down McDonald's. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but seriously, uh, none of that needs to be done, folks. So now you're without a Wendy's, you know. Um, anyway, I, I'm going to quit rambling. Uh, we will be right back. Welcome back to the 420 SF Studio and the, slop, the Sloppy Pod. Oh, so um, yeah, so sorry. Um, okay, so I have other things I'm gonna um bring to you, but before I do that, uh, I came across uh, well, this video of a black gentleman telling it like it is and what it should be uh and I can't I can't add anything to what he is going to impart so I'll let him take it away I don't have a name um of the gentleman but uh he he came up on the um he came up on the Hodge Twins. If you, uh, yeah, you just need to Google it. Yeah, I'm not going to do the homework for you. But yeah, so he's going to take it from here.
1: Yo, Facebookies. How's everybody doing? Told y'all I was going to make this next video. This is my last one for today. But it's a part of the same topic, you feel me? And it's a topic that needs to be discussed. It's not discussed enough. And I notice people do try to say it, but because they ain't, they're not black, it doesn't get, it doesn't get talked about. And if a person that's not black talks about it, y'all tear them apart, you feel me? And then, okay, I get that. I'm going to wait until I get a couple more viewers on here, and I'm about to speak some more real. It's going to be my last video today, all right? And what we're going to talk about is very real, and it is very touchy, all right? At five, okay, let's do it, let's do it. All right, look, black lives matter, right? I agree, I agree, totally. When do they matter to us? I shared a video last night in Indianapolis. People were out there protesting, right? Against police brutality and black lives being murdered, black lives being killed, right? We all seen that, it's been all over the country. But yet, I drove past Golo yesterday and Gary, my brother was dead. Coroner was out there. Guess who killed him? It wasn't the police. It was somebody that looked just like him. Somebody that looked just like me. Somebody that looked just like you, black man. Indianapolis, shootout. They fighting each other, beating the hell out of each other. Protesting and they, other people were yelling. They're like, yo, you fighting the wrong people. They don't care. They pull out the guns and start busting at each other, trying to kill each other. So when do black lives matter? When are we going to say that black lives matter all the time and stand up to the people in our own communities that take black lives that aren't police officers, that aren't prosecutors locking them away? You feel me? You know how many people's faces I see on a T-shirt on an everyday basis, man? You know how many of my people get killed every day? You know how many of my people I lost personally in my lifetime due to just violence in the hood? You feel me? We don't care about our own lives. So how the hell we going to expect the system to care about it? How the hell are we going to expect them to want to change anything when we out here killing each other? They don't even got to do nothing. Literally, they can make the police take a fucking month off. One month. And police will. let, let it be told that police ain't going to answer to calls. And you know what's going to happen? Niggas going to die places going to get robbed women going to get beat all types of crazy shit when do black lives matter to us when do we look at our brother and say yo man chill that's your brother when do we say nah man we ain't finna gangbang just because you weren't another color look, look at the color of our skin when we gonna say you know what man that's a woman don't do that when we gonna say man there's kids out there don't shoot that block up you know how many kids get killed in Chicago on the regular? It ain't the police killing the kids? Touchy subject, I know. It's messed up. Black Lives Matter will come out and, and, and start a race war. They won't come out and deal with our race. When's that going to start? Once I see that, then I'll get behind a movement wholeheartedly. But I'm never going to back something that only comes out to race bait. I'm not going to do it. I'm biracial. I'm black and white. You feel me? My dad is black. My mom is white. Got some native in there. I was raised by a Mexican. So I'm like a homemade Puerto Rican. And I got a lot of Arab friends. You feel me? I'm cool with everybody. A lot of circles. Been everywhere. Talked to a lot of people. When is black lives going to matter to black people? You want it to matter to police. You want it to matter to the system. When is it going to matter to us? When is our lives going to matter to us? You' gonna be real about it, man. Be real all the way across the board. If you' gonna say Black Lives Matter, then make sure that they matter in your community. When a motherfucker is out there trying to kill a brother, man, or they' about to, you know, they' gang banging and shit, and they' flashing signs and colors. I used to do it. I'm not exempt from this. I'm not speaking to you as somebody that's ignorant to it. I was raised in the hood. I was a gang banger. I go. I I went hard for mine. You feel me? Didn't know no better. So when we' gonna educate our younger man to do better? Why the hell is there still gangs? Why ain't the gangs helping the community? You feel me? We killing each other. And you want to be, be mad about the police killing somebody that you don't even know. You don't even know. When you going to get mad at your brother for killing your brother? When you going to get mad at your brother for killing your sister, hurting your sister? When you going to get mad at your brother for killing the kids? Instead, we get in praise. You see the niggas in the hood. And they flashy and shit. And they doing everything that they want to do. And they got money, and they got nice cars, all the females like them and shit. When you gonna stop them and check them, and tell them, yo, stop boiling in the community. Stop selling that shit in our hood. You ain't gonna do it. You know why you ain't gonna do it? Cause black lives don't matter to you. They only matter when you want them to. You feel me? You really across the board with it, y'all. If black lives gonna matter, make them matter all the time in every city, in every circle. You feel me? Don't get hyped up by these people. they trying to race bait you. Man, you know that right now. I hope y'all share this video as much as you. the other one. I didn't know that my platform was that big. I didn't know I was gonna go viral. But I'm, since y'all listening to me, listen to that. Black man, brown man, yellow man, red man, white man, come together. Stop the shit in your community, white man. Stop the stop the the brother to tell you, you know them niggas. You feel me? Forget them niggas because they black, brown man. Stop the ones that say hey, that pinching my out there, bro. We got to get them out the hoodies of Cruzal. brother. Stop your brother from saying, yo man, forget that nigga. He hang with the ops. Y'all got to do that. If you want change, let's change. Start in your community. Start changing your community. Let's change the way we think. In the words of Pac, let's change the way we eat let's change the way we live let's change the way we treat each other you see the old way wasn't working so it's on us to do what we got to do to survive but still we see no changes make the change then you'll see the effects then you'll see things start to be better then you'll see a less uh rising crime you'll see less police brutality they won't have nothing to do for. you feel me stop giving them a reason it's not just because we're being black. Shit, they got a, a fucked up image of us because of the shit that we do to ourselves. You feel me? And that's my opinion on it. I hope, you know, I hope this one go viral. Right I hope it reach everybody's ears, man. Come together. Every hood. Every hood, come together. Not just against the police. Come together against the people that make the calls for the police. You feel me? Let's end that. Live in peace. We got kids. I got all my babies running around me right now, safely. Messed up, I can't even take them around my neighborhood just because I don't know what's going to happen. Last time my kids was in the neighborhood and we was walking around the neighborhood, little girl got killed. Rest in peace, Lauren. You feel me? My brother got killed. Rest in peace, Chris. The night before that, my other little brother got killed. Rest in peace, Bobby. Be real about it. Let's stop that first before we start trying to take on everything above us. Let's get us in check. You feel me? Y'all be peaceful. Have a good day. Be blessed, man. All right?
0: There's nothing nothing I can add to that. He uh he spells it out, man. That was uh that was incredible. So, anyway, uh going forward, um yeah, we're going to take a break. Uh, and then we'll be right back.
2: Yeah, he- hello. My name is my name's Roger, and I am a resident of the nation of Chaz. I'm having a bit of a crisis. All of my conflict-free, locally-sourced food storages were raided by a band of steampunks, and my U.S. currency is no longer recognized in the Chaz. I'm getting a lot of text messages from my biological guardians whose basement I recently liberated myself from. But now I have no food. And I'm thinking about reaching back out to them for some aid. Does that compromise my status as a non-binary, full-core, anti-fascist, male-feminist, non-patriarchal, intersectional ally?
1: Roger, at Cornell University, they have an incredible piece of scientific equipment known as the Tunneling Electron Microscope. Now, this microscope is, is so powerful that by firing electrons, you can actually see images of the atom, the infinitesimally minute building block of our universe. Roger, if I were using that microscope right now, <laughs> I still wouldn't be able to locate my interest
2: in your problem. <laughs>
0: Okie dokie smoky, welcome back to the 420 SS studio, the sloppy pod. <laughs> and that was Seattle's own Fraser Crane <laughs> dealing a dose of reality to one of the uh Chad or Chop uh people. Uh yeah, just a little bit of humor before we move on to the real thing. Do we have to? Yes we do. Well we don't have to, but eh, why not? It's... I I know what to say.
2: It's just so ridiculous.
0: Well said, Eddie. (laughs) A little uh, Eddie Murphy uh, doing some uh, Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, Google it. Um, So here we go. Let's talk about the uh, Seattle Nightmare.
3: In the wake of recent protests against police brutality, a self-styled alternative community has sprung up in Seattle. It happened after police withdrew to the edges of the city's Capitol Hill neighborhood in an attempt to de-escalate tensions with demonstrators. Activists have since occupied and assumed control over a six-block stretch of land. The makeshift city is known as both CHAZ, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, and CHOP, the Capitol Hill Organized Protest. Last week, the encampment caught President Trump's attention. In a tweet directed at Governor Jay Inslee and Seattle's mayor, the president threatened to take back the city from so-called anarchists if officials fail to do it themselves. Paul Roberts is a reporter for the Seattle Times. He has been following both protesters and counter-protesters inside the zone. He joins me now. Paul, thank you for joining us. This encampment is located around what is now an abandoned police precinct. How did all of this start?
2: Well, it was a, it was a sort of a focal point for protest over the last few weeks. And um, last week, the city essentially uh, withdrew and uh, abandoned temporarily the, the East Precinct, uh, the police department, and essentially gave the land over in a way, to uh, sort of a diverse group of protesters who have since transformed it into a bit of a, I suppose, a protest village. And um, it's become a focal point both in the city and also as you pointed out nationally. Um, A lot of questions about what goes on there, uh, what the protesters' objectives are, and, um, you know, really what the future holds for it.
3: So you have spoken with people with varying political views in the zone. Who are they, and what do they want? It's it's really
2: varied. I mean, you have people who have been you know central to the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, a lot of people who support them. Um, it's also attracted folks who are just looking for a place to be. Uh, there are a fair number of homeless people there. It's one of the. It's turned out to be one of the safest places for homeless people in the city. Um, it's also become something of a tourist attraction. You'll have a lot of uh, people coming through for selfies, um, families coming in with kids, uh, sort of a, a living uh, civics lesson, if you will, and how democracy works. Uh, you have a lot of business owners in and around the area who are uh, not exactly sure what it means for the status of their business. Uh, you, you know, Keep in mind the city, like most cities, is in the process of reopening after the pandemic. And this is adding to a lot of uncertainty for uh, businesses and for the city generally.
3: Well, some say a large group of protesters want anarchy. Is that true? What kind of structure is there inside the zone?
2: Well, I think we probably want to start by defining anarchy. So if we mean it in sort of the general way, that means lawless, disorganized, chaotic, and that's not the case. I, I mean, what I've seen as a fairly skeptical you know, outsider um, is a, a diverse group that's Got a number of objectives. Um, mainly, it's about creating some sort of a at least short-term sustainable uh, community. So people are worried about things as basic as water supply. Uh, people are planting gardens. Uh, there is a sort of an informal security network that helps sort of maintain order inside and also tries to protect this enclave from. In-
0: don't be fi- uh, uh, don't be, be fooled, folks. From, this is what the, the mainstream media would paint it to be. Uh, I keep hearing things to the... <laughs> I, things are not going uh, quite as swimmingly as they would like to portray. Um, I have heard uh, of rapes and uh, some uh, thuggery, if you will. Um, oh, uh, extortion of businesses... To run their business, you know, having to, you know, take some off the top. That's pure bullshit. Excuse me. But this has got to stop. Period. Seattle needs to get a grip. (laughs) You know, and you can't do it. Look, it's a a democratic zone, man. And I don't know what the fix is, but (laughs) it's got to stop. Oh well, F it. Um, it is what it is, I guess. Things will work out. Uh, but for now, uh, I need I need to take a break, man. I'm I'm so done with this. We'll be right back. All right, folks, welcome back to the Sloppy Pod. Okay, so we're gonna do a quick segment of Nudes to the weird, weird, weird. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have the gear up. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, no special effects today. No special effects for you. <laughs> um, so let's start out with uh, this story called "Can't Possibly Be True." Okay. Uh, let's see here. The Daily Star reports that a 30-year-old man from, uh, let's say, a 30-year-old man turned up at the Zhaojing First People's Hospital in Guangdong, China, on June 3rd, suffering from a, a, abdominal pain. Uh, doctors performed a series of scans before, oh my gosh, before discovering a freshwater fish in the man's large intestine, the presence of which he explained by, by saying he had ac- <laughs> he had accidentally sat on it. Do you think I'm an idiot? One of the doctors replied. The spiny fins of the Mozambique tilapia had, oh man, <laughs> oh dude. The, the, the Okay, so the tilapia had ruptured uh, uh, the man's large and small intestine had to be removed through his abdomen by surgery. But the man survived the ordeal and recovered. Really? How do you recover from that? Oh yeah yeah. Mm. Uh, let's see, the next one, called the Entrepreneurial Spirit, Uh, Let's see here. Canadian Glenn Richard Maseau, adventure with Michigan law enforcement, began on May 10th when he was arrested in St. Clair County driving a U-Haul truck and in possession of $97,000 cash. Whee! He cooperated with authorities admitting he was the owner of of a submarine, seized by the border patrol april 23rd and he'd been using it <laughs> using it to ferry drug between michigan and ontario canada MLive.com reported masou masou uh, agreed to uh, await the investigation's outcome in a local hotel but on may 22nd federal agents said he had absconded Leaving behind five phones, a laptop, and a diving suit on June 5th, oh <laughs> This this is not gonna end well. On June fifth, border patrol officers uh, observed packages floating into the Detroit. Blah, 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 Thrown into the D- Detroit River from a vessel entering U.S. waters, and found Masseau unconscious with water uh, in the water, with 265 pounds of marijuana tethered to him with a toe strap. Oh, I guess he survived. Yeah, he's being held on smuggling and possession of controlled substance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> well, let's see. One uh, one more, yeah? Okay, so saxophonist Christian Beck, 50 years old, uh, has been training his neighbors to two hours of music from his front porch in the the uh, Hedgingham, England, every Saturday during the local uh, coronavirus lockdown. Passers-by would stop and listen. Residents of Forest Home uh, Care Facility nearby were uh, particular fans. And money had been raised for charity through donations people have left. <clears throat> but back. Told the uh, Daily Gazette his uh, Saturday concerts would come to an end on June 13th after a letter from the Braintree Council informed him that an official oh really an official noise complaint had been lodged against him. Playing the saxophone is like therapy for me, and it's upsetting to think that the uh, think that sax- uh, bah, bah, bah. It's upsetting to think that someone had complained. Uh, to told the Daily Gazette, I don't want to go against anyone, so I'm calling it a day. You know, one D-bag complains, and he has to shut it down. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's not cool. Let's see, that was a short one. So, what, one more? No? Um, I already did those, so I think we're gonna, we're gonna... Yeah, we're not going to continue. Um, let's see if I can dig in anything else up. I knew I'd find one. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> it's uh, it, it's in your favorite dialect. It's out of India, okay? And just bear with me, because um, I have not read it all the way through. Okay, here we go. The Times of India uh, reports that... Soni Devi, I guess, 20 of the Vashali District, uh, petitioned the State Women's Commission on January 9th for divorce <clears throat> from her husband um, of two years. Manish Ram, 23, uh, complaining, quote, my husband stinks, as he won't shave or bathe for nearly ten days at a stretch. Moreover, he does not brush his teeth. He almost has no manners, and let's see—he oh, also he does not follow manners and follow etiquette. Kindly rid, <laughs> kindly get rid of this man for me. He has ruined my life. Oh man. Uh, commission ma- <laughs> commission member Pratima Singh told the Times, I was taken aback by her silly reasons, but nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, the commission will give the husband two months' time to mend his ways. If his behavior is not found satisfactory, even after all that, we will refer the matter to family court for separation. Managed reportedly promised to mend his ways. Good for him. Cause I can smell him all the way over here. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Okay, so I think <laughs> I, think we've got it. I think we've. I think we've got it. So uh, we will uh, do one more uh, break, and, <laughs> and we'll be right back. Back here at the 420 SF Studio in the Great Pacific Northwest, regardless of what is happening in Seattle and or Portland, for that matter. Um, Yeah, you know, uh, it is Saturday now. I I was going to get this wrapped up last night, and I, man, I was just in the middle of it, and 2 o'clock came around, yes, 2 o'clock a.m., and uh I just fell out, man. Um, I took my meds and I was down for the count. Uh and then today I man, I can't even tell you what what I did today. I really can't. Anyhow, uh with that being said, uh pardon any background noise. I've got this the shenanigans going on outside. I, you know, for those that don't know, I, I live in the friggin' hood, man. I can't can't do it much longer. I'm I'm still looking to to move down to to Oregon. Um anyway, with that being said. Um <clears throat> so I thought I would add um just as a finishing touch, um my new well, not my new <coughs> sorry about that. Uh I'm not editing this out. <laughs> uh, so I thought I'd add uh, my own um, News of the Weird version um, from my personal archive. So that's what we're going to do, and then we'll wrap this up, okay? All right, let's go. Uh, back in the 80s, I that? 84, 85, I think, probably, um, I was looking for companionship. Nothing immediate, you know, I mean, kind of like um, distant, long. Well, I don't know. Just, I, I dare I say long-term relationship, but I was looking for just someone to to talk to, but I at a distance. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, <clears throat> this is long before. <clears throat> what is going on with the voice? Okay, so this is long before computers long before pages, you know, no, no phone numbers exchanged or any of that, this is purely letter writing, okay, Uh, yeah, (laughs) with a stamp, you know, and an envelope, yeah, Uh, look it up, you might Google it, um, anyhow, (laughs) geez, lost my train of thought here, um, so anyhow, um, I, I find this ad in the back of the Weekly World News. <laughs> it was a, uh, oh, you know, one of those tabloids that you find at the, the grocery store, you know. Uh, so the Weekly World News, I wonder if they're still in business. Anyway, um, so I find this ad and this, this gal seemed kind of nice, you know. Hang on a second. So, I, uh, I write a letter to her, and I'm like, you know, blah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm Danny, whatever, you know, uh, just an intro letter, you know, and so she, we exchanged letters back and forth for, you know, about a few weeks, you know, and I get this letter back from her out of the blue, um. This letter was as creepy as you can be. Uh, (laughs) So she starts out with, uh, I think I'm falling in love. um, And I really, I kid you not, man, it was creepy. I really want us to be together. And uh, this is only after three letters, at least. Maybe not even three, okay? Um, and she's like, she tells me, uh, she wants me to, (laughs) good lord, um, she wants me to send her some of my boys, my, my, uh, dare I say sperm, she, I mean, she, she wants some of my stuff to pour into her, to get her pregnant, okay, crazy, crazy. And now, for the topper, I don't know if that's the topper or this is the topper, but she filled out uh, a college-ruled, okay, college-ruled note-bound paper front and back with I love you, 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 all the way across, all the way down, flip it over, all the way across, all the way down nothing but I love you, I love you, I love you. It's like, dude, really? I mean, come on. Get a hold of yourself. I mean, I'm good, but... <laughs> no. Um... <clears throat> but so, I, I was just... The hair on my neck stood up. And I'm like... I was like freaked out. So I wrote her a letter saying, uh, in essence... Thanks, but no thanks? Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember what I wrote, but I think I just told her, yeah, no thanks. And so that's the story, but isn't that creepy? <laughs> I mean, she'd probably... She could have been hot. I mean, I don't think we... uh, I don't know if we exchanged pictures or not. I mean, this is way back, so... Anyway... It was creepy to me, and (laughs) I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, Hope you don't have nightmares tonight. Um, And so with that, I think I'm going to shut this down and maybe take a nap. It's 3 o'clock, and uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see you on the next go-around. And until then, uh, peace out. Later.